Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we talk about the path of opening up to our allness, opening up to our everything. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding for Women. This is really a bit strange and a bit different. This is a new season of podcasts for us. So now our podcasts are no longer linked to our Facebook Lives. So I'm recording this without a live Facebook group, which is a very different space to be in, different energy, and I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what comes through and how these conversations kind of happen. Um, I'm oddly recording this via video, however, not really paying a whole lot of attention um, to the video and almost sort of pretending like it's not there. So if you are watching, Watching this via the video and I'm not looking at you a whole lot in the video um, forgive me it's totally new to me and we'll just kind of seeing what happens um, to me the most important thing is bringing through uh, the best information that I can um, and whatever that means I might look like an idiot on a video camera or I might look really silly on a Facebook live stream sometimes uh, and that's okay uh, because to me it's really really essential um, and the most important thing is to bring the most value and to give you the most that I can um, so enough of this introductory chitter chatter I am I'm excited to see where today's topic is going to take us. So we just posted a little post in Instagram. Um, and if you're, if you hang out with us on Instagram, you can find us. It's really easy if you don't rewilding for women, but we just posted a little thing on Instagram that said six signs of repressed feminine energy. And it was something that the rewilding team and I kind of co-created uh, to sort of spark a bit of conversation in our Facebook group and just in our community, so on our different social media platforms, and just so happened that this post kind of went a bit crazy really quickly, so it felt like, yeah, let's give some more around repressed feminine energy. Let's talk about it. Let's get into the guts of what is it? What does it feel like? How does it show up in our systems? And then what can we do to heal that or to unlock that feminine energy or to release it or to reclaim it? All of those words um, kind of mean the same thing, just feeling into whatever really resonates with you. But I think that was the biggest question that was asked on our different platforms in our Facebook group and on Instagram. I kept seeing, yeah, I've got all six of these. How do I heal them? <laughs> and all I kept saying was, the next podcast, the next pod, we'll talk about it in the next podcast. So that's what this podcast is. It's really in response to those questions and a way for us to explore for ourselves what repressed feminine energy, how repressed feminine energy might be showing up in us, or maybe some aspects that we might be missing. And so, as always with our podcasts and our, our live streams and any sort of rewilding things that we're sharing, go into this in the way that is most supportive to you. Um, my intention is to create a space where you can dive deeply into self. And so with that, it's always that invitation 
for you to set up what you need on your end to support diving deeply into self. And that might mean listening to this at a later time. That might mean creating a different environment. That might mean doing a bit of a meditation before you come into this. But really feeling into how can you go into this talk, this conversation, from a very open-minded place, a very open-bodied place, a very open, energetic place, so that you can get the most out of it. It's not for me. Um, it's it's for you. Uh, and so sometimes some women have journals or sometimes women do this while walking and almost kind of in a meditative walk type of a space. Some women um, actually really energetically get into things and they're moving body and, and moving energy through their bodies as we start to go into this. And I just want to say um, all of that's so super welcome. And I think just speaking this um, might give you some ideas on, on a space that you can create for yourself as we start to go into these topics, not just this particular podcast episode, but all of our episodes going forward is an invitation to step into this space for yourself and to really start to go into uh, maybe some new territory, open up some new doors, and, and how can you set yourself up for the most success in that um, all right, enough, enough of the setup stuff. So let's just take a really big, deep breath in all the way down to your tailbone. So take a couple of those, just big, 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 deep breaths. They should allow the belly to move. We'll do one more together. Just one more really big, deep breath all the way down to the tailbone, letting the belly move, let the belly be full, let like that womb area, that second chakra area really open up, that first chakra area really open up and feel alive. All right. <laughs> it's very interesting that we're doing this practice that makes us feel alive and open. And then we're going to talk about repressed energy. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I'm going to go through these six, uh, these six signs of repressed feminine energy, and we'll explore them and see what comes out of them, talk about some practices, talk about how we can um, overcome that repressed energy or that dormant energy or locked up um, energy around, around some of these different feminine attributes or feminine gifts or feminine ways of expressing of expressing life itself through us and um and there was a seventh one that was added on so we had six out there originally but there was a seventh one that our community added on and it was the comment that kept being repeated by women and it was beautiful and it was so spot on and so it's actually a list of seven that we'll go into all right so starting off Hmm, where do I want to start with this? Actually, here's what I want to start with. I want to start with asking you a reflective question about what it is you think about or feel when we just say feminine energy. Like, what are, what are the first things that pop into your mind when you hear the term or read the term feminine energy? What, what do you think? And, and this is just, just a very general, broad, open-ended question. So just take a moment and feel, all right, 
feminine energy, what, what the heck does that mean to me? What, what, what is that? What, what does that mean? What, what thoughts come to my mind when I think about feminine energy? Do I think soft and flowing? Do I think emotional? Do I think life itself? Do I think weak? Do I think pliable or, or permeable or, or kind of changing, almost like the water that flows around the rock? Do I think empathic? Do I think sensitive? Do I think strong? Do I think strong? Do I think wise? Do I think um, mother? Do I think warrior? Do I think medicine woman? Do I think dark goddess? Do I think lover? Do I think mystic? What, what do you think? And I'm just throwing out a whole lot of different words just for you to feel into what is it that stood out for you or what are your um, probably strongest um, feels, strongest thoughts, um, strongest patterns around feminine energy. And that's just an overall question, an overall something to think about. So some of us have hold the feminine energy in high regard. Some of us value the feminine. Some of us hold certain attributes of the feminine in high regard. And some of us value certain attributes of the feminine. While we don't value other attributes or we don't hold other attributes in high regard. And some of us really feel or see or have been programmed to think of the feminine as not having a lot of value, not being very useful in our society, right? And, and just feeling into that. So this is just one of those self-checks, right? This is all about your, your journey, your um, getting to know thyself, the path to getting to know thyself. And so get real, right? I'm always saying this, but get real and be totally honest about yourself. Your family, right? This is important. These were the family systems that we were raised in. What are their feelings and their thoughts around the feminine, right? Around feminine energy. How do they hold feminine energy in high regard? What aspects of the feminine do they hold in high regard? Which ones, right? How, how was mom? How was dad? How, what's the family system like? And then think about your society. So now think about friends. Think about the culture that you live in. How does it value the feminine attributes. And let's talk about feminine attributes really quickly. Now, if we were on a Facebook Live, which I'm so used to being on, I would actually open it up to you to share and to give comments and to give feedback around what are feminine traits to you. Um, and so for me, I'll just give this really quick, it'll maybe be a multi-layered way of expressing the feminine or, or talking about the feminine. But to me, on one level, the feminine is is life itself, right? So if you're watching the video, you see my, my body is moving, like it's, it's life, it's flow, it's shakti, right? It's energy, it's 
the dance of life itself, the expression of life itself. It's, I was just sharing this um, with, with the women that I, I work very closely with and that's in her circle. And I was just sharing feminine and masculine with them. And I was sharing how a, a great metaphor for feminine and masculine is when you're looking at this layer, right? This, this level of it. Masculine would be the, the atmosphere. So if we start to think about weather and we start to think about the atmosphere, this is just a great metaphor that makes it really simple. When we feel into the feminine, one way of, of looking at the feminine would be the feminine is weather patterns, right? So one moment, bright sunny sky, the next moment, a tsunami. And the next moment after that, it's gentle, beautiful, soft, flowing rain. Right? Do you can you start to feel some of that feminine? It's very, uh, it changes very rapidly. Um, there's it's very impermanent, right? So there's constant change, constant transformation. And then when you feel into masculine on that same kind of metaphor on that same level, you feel into the masculine is the atmosphere that's constant, right? It's constant. It's Stay, it's, 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 it's what holds the fullness of the weather patterns, right? And then we could go into a whole thing, and there's other episodes that you can go and look at um, that we've done in the past around masculine and feminine balance and what is the masculine and what is the feminine and, and all of those things, and you can kind of look at different tantric expressions of it or, um, or even start to bring it down to different levels, but... For our conversation today, I don't want to go into that too much. I want to just give some some examples of the feminine and give us a feel for that. So feminine is like life itself. It's flowing. Um, The feminine has this ability to intuitively gather information from a million different places all at once. That is one of our innate gifts. We are wired for it, right? The fe- all human beings are wired for it. We are all masculine. We are all feminine. Um, but for those of us who hold feminine strongly in our systems, and often those of us with woman bodies, we have this innate capacity to have diffuse awareness, right? This is why we can multitask and you see a very masculine being as not being able to multitask whatsoever, right? It's one pointed focus. And as a feminine being, you're kind of looking at this masculine being going, why can't you see that the baby's crying, that um, eight people have tripped over the shoes that were left at the door, that the dinner's burning, that uh, the weather has just shifted. I've, I've picked that up as well. That the whole mood of the room has just gotten denser and heavier. How are you not feeling that, right? And they're, they're just watching television. They're watching sport. And they're, they're, that's all that's happening, right? That's, that's part of the feminine. So it's this very perceptive but but multifaceted perception diffuse awareness can pick up on multiple things all of the time we're const- we're sensing everything we're sensing the environment we're feeling we are influenced and we are affected by where the moon is at by the weather outside by the emotions our mom is having right now and we don't even know what they are we haven't even talked to her today but we're influenced by that our child is at school and we're influenced by that we can feel that our child is sick 
We don't know our child is sick from physical senses or we haven't been told or we haven't gotten the call from school, but we can feel it. So that's just part of, that's part of feminine essence. It's part of our gift. It's part of who we are, right? It's, we are so incredibly connected to life. We are so connected to natural rhythms, to life. We are so connected to everything, right? And, and that's why so much of this stuff is popping up around. I'm a sensitive, I'm an empath. We, we all are, right? We all are, it's just, and I say this a lot too, it's just that we haven't been taught how to use that as a gift. We've actually been told that it's bad and it's not good and we just haven't been taught how to manage that beautiful, amazing feminine gift of being that empathic, being that psychic, being that, that in tune and that connected to everything. It's, it's a stunning gift, um, but it's getting to a place where it is a gift. So I also have compassion if it doesn't feel like a gift for you. If it feels like, Sabrina, you gotta be kidding me, like being sensitive is the worst thing on the planet. So, so that's feminine. It's, it's this very intuitive, very receptive, very creative, right? So very creative, very flowing kind of an energy. Um, and, and I don't want to go into it too much because I could talk for, for the next 20 minutes on that. By the way, um, for those of you who did vote in our Facebook group for length of time of podcasts. I love you, I love you, I love you, and I am so grateful. So we did a little poll in our Facebook group. I think this is like commercial break, right? I think we get to have commercial breaks. By the way, Rewilding, this podcast is sponsored by Rewilding for Women. It's sponsored by all of the women who come to our retreats, who come to our workshops, who do online workshops and online retreats, and who show up for Inner Circle on a monthly basis. It's really sponsored by our community. So the only reason that I'm able to do these podcasts and bring all of this content out to you free is because our community is so amazing. And so for those of you who um, support Rewilding by doing workshops, by joining Inner Circle, by coming on retreats and coming to events, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting this podcast. Anyways, back to, (laughs) that was a commercial break. So back to what I was saying about our Facebook group. In case you're not a member of our Facebook group, it is a beautiful place with many, 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 many resources. We now have a group of 37,000 women from around the world. It is a wild place to be. It is wild. Some of the conversations that happen in there, you just are kind of like, wow, Um, awesome. But bring it, like bring it. Let's bring that to the light. Let's bring that to the surface. And if you're not a member of our Facebook group, you're so very welcome to join. Anyone's welcome as long as you primarily identify as woman. I don't care what body you're in. It's as long as you primarily identify as woman. You are very welcome to join our Facebook group. And just search Rewilding for Women on Facebook. Um, There's a lot of other rewilding groups, but it's Rewilding for Women. And that's us. And so there was a poll that we put in there asking our community, how long would you like podcasts to be? And we had 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and 60 minutes. And 40 minutes was the winner. 40 minutes was our winner. Um, So we're halfway through. We're we're at about 20 minutes. (laughs) I'm kind of keeping track of time because I've given my word that I'm going to aim for for around the 40-minute mark. Another woman... um, she had given a suggestion that I want to share with you here as, as, a, as a listener and as part of our community that 
she opted for 40 minutes because for her, if she were to do a 40 minute podcast, she would then have 20 minutes at the end to journal, to reflect, or to go into some sort of a practice to support this particular topic. And I thought that was really lovely and what a wonderful suggestion. And so throwing it out there, if something like that resonates with you and if that feels right, um, I'm going to continue to aim for the 40 minute mark. Um, And I'm going to also continue to aim for giving us a practice at the end. So I want to flush out topics in depth as much as we can in 40 minutes. And then I want to give you a supportive practice at the end. Um, So maybe that could be the practice that you do for the 20 minutes or you do it for two minutes or it's a practice that you don't like and you think stinks so you don't do it. And that's totally cool too. Um, But it just feels right to offer that at the end of our podcast. So hang out for that. It's coming. All right. Now I want to go into these finally, right? Finally, now that we have this set up, I want to go into these seven. Uh, We had six originally, but seven because of the addition from our community. Um, These seven kind of signs of repression of feminine energy. So the first one, disconnected from intuition. That is such a big one and such a powerful one. And I wish... I wish that when I was a little girl, I wish someone would have taught me intuition. I wish it wouldn't have been beaten out of me. I wish it wouldn't have been constantly overridden by logic, constantly overridden by, well, is that going to make you money? Right? Can you feel that? Can you feel the repression of deep feminine intuition, deep knowing, just deep, it's a trust. It's a deep trust. It's oftentimes not logical. So our intuition comes about as not, not, not logical often and it doesn't have rational explanation to it and oftentimes it has nothing to do with making money or supporting yourself and I think so many of us were raised in in family patterns or in societies or just in cultures where kind of the undertone of almost of, of a lot of decisions that get made are is it is it going to make you money is it not Is that your heart's deepest desire? Is that your core knowing? Um, And so I really, really feel this is such a strong one. That starts to come about as we reclaim the fullness of the feminine, right? Intuitive capacities that you don't even know are out there. Like you hear about, but you kind of think they're like, otherworldly or like, ah, that's for like the women who are psychic or ah, that's for like the medicine women or that's for the shamanic women or that's for the priestesses. But that's not, that's not for me, just ordinary woman. It is. We are barely, barely scratching the surface of what we know barely scratching the surface of all that we know. There's this um, line that I absolutely love that I heard a very long time ago, and it's this, everyone knows everything. Everyone knows everything. On some level, everyone knows everything. Everyone knows everything. So I know what you're thinking. You're sitting across the table from me thinking, wow, Sabrina, you, you really don't look that good today. You just, you just really don't look that good today. I know you're thinking that. On some level, I know that. And I think that is, there's such deep truth in that. We're just not conscious of it. 
right? We're, we're, it, it's, it's, we know it on some level. We're just not conscious of it. But once we start to come into deep connection, not even, I shouldn't even say deep because then that's almost like, oh, that's going to be really hard work. <laughs> but once we start to come into connection with our intuition and we start to build our intuitive muscle, it's like building a muscle. It's, it's, it's legitimately building a muscle. It's building a new neural pathway. And once that starts to happen, the things that we, we just know what we know and we don't know how we know it, but we know it. Decision-making gets completely different. Following heart's desire, right? You, you don't hear women who are really connected to their intuition, who have, who have reclaimed themselves. You don't hear them going, I feel like I'm living someone else's life or, wow, my life is out of alignment or this job doesn't fit me or the house I'm in just does, it's just not me. It doesn't happen. You don't make those decisions because it's such deep listening to a deeper wisdom, a deeper wisdom that goes far beyond just logical, logical mind. Now, I think we're even going beyond just feminine attributes. So let me pull this out a little bit. Um, we're, and I say we're going beyond feminine attributes. Now we're going into soul, right? So that's far beyond masculine and feminine differences. That's just soul truths. and starting to develop that muscle of, of really listening to soul, deep listening to soul. Um, but a doorway into that depth is really this opening up to feminine intuition, feminine wisdom, feminine knowing, and letting go of logical, um, that overriding of logic. And oftentimes that's been very programmed into us, very patterned into us by, by our school systems, by our governments, by our jobs, by our family systems by the collective. Um, and so that's a big one. <clears throat> All right, let's move on. So this one was one that a lot of women responded to as saying this was a, 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 a um, I would say this might almost be one of the number one that came up and it was lack of community, tribe or circle. And that to me is one of the essences of, of feminine energy, right? This sis sisterhood. And then I know there's so many like icky things around sisterhood. Like you hear sisterhood and there's all this like fake shit that's going on on social media. Like, hey, sister, hey, let's be a sisterhood. And you're like, yeah, you're just trying to sell me something. No, um, it's gross. So I, I, that might just be my own personal thing around sisterhood. Cause I, there's, but, but I've heard a lot of it from a lot of other people. Um, so if you maybe just feel into community, right? Like community, tribe, women's circles, um, women's wisdom, women's business, feel into that, right? Feel into that. There's, there's an essence to woman that's held in there. There's an essence to women's business. There's an essence to women's work. There's an essence to women getting together and talking women shit, there is a deep essence to it. There is a deep wisdom to it. And there is a profound magic that happens when spaces are held in deep, beautiful, um, grounded, very reverence, very sacred spaces for women, right? For women. And so just feel into that and feel into what that feels like. And I also think that a lot of that um, has been stripped away from us um, 
again, by just the nature of the world that we live in today. Uh, and so maybe just reflecting on that and feeling into that. Um, there is something that is so fucking powerful in women's circles that is far beyond what I can find words for. Um, it is the amount of shakti that can come through a circle of women. It is when one woman goes through the door into an aspect of self or into a realm or into a state of consciousness or into um, the awakening of something within. It is that much easier for all of the other women to go through that door. Part of it, remember we talked about this at the start, is how receptive we are as women, how open we are as women, how empathic, how sensitive, how intuitive we are as women, right? So in a circle of women, we start to go into, let's say we're going into the reclaiming of Lilith, right? The full reclamation of like our first and second chakras, right? That, that juicy creativity, that sexual potency that is Lilith energy, right? This, this wild erotic energy that's oftentimes very, very locked up in our systems. But we start to do that. It is so easy for women to open to that because the energy's been opened to it in a room, right? So we're sitting in circle and we've opened the energy in a room. We've, we've opened that transmission. This is why in the feminine path, we talk so strongly about transmissions, energetic transmissions, embodiment practices, archetypal embodiment, all of these types of things. I'm just trying to get this video camera right. Um, there we go. And it's because we're wired for it right? We're, we're wired for it. We're not wired for masculine path of nothingness. Of course, we can take that path. And of course, there's a lot of us who are called to that path. And of course, we are part masculine, we are part feminine. But I'm talking about repressed feminine here. I'm talking about repressed feminine. And so when we... I'm going to go off on a tangent here, and I can't because I won't get through the rest of these in the next 10 minutes, and I promise 40 minutes to you. All right, so let me just cut myself off at that point and leave it at there is a magic in community and tribe, and there is a reason why so many of us are craving that. Like, where's, where are the women? Where, where, where are my women? Where are my sisters? Like real fucking sisters, right? Where, where are they? Remember, we used to, we used to be in tribes, and I shouldn't say used to, we have the possibility and the potential to be in tribes where like, look, my, my child, uh, can you hold my child? I, 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 can you breastfeed my child, right? Like that sort of like sisterhood. Um, and the beauty and the magic and the power of that. Also, I do want to end on this one note is we oftentimes hear when we are stressed. When a human being is stressed, we go into fight or flight, right? We've been, that's been pumped into our brains forever. Well, the thing is they did those studies on men, right? They did those studies on men. When men get stressed out, it's fight or flight for them. It's fight or flight for them. Those studies are there, they're real, but they were done on men. They did those studies on women. When women get stressed, our stress response is tend and befriend. 
It's not fight or flight, it's tend and befriend, tend. Tend to things that I can tend to. Clean the house, I tend to things, right? I tend to something and I befriend, I call up a friend. This community, this tribe, this circle, this, this sisterhood in the depths of what that can really mean, it is so powerful and so profound and so beautiful and so magical. And I'm gonna leave it at that. We're gonna go on the next one. We're only on number three. So I have to move along here. So three, um, this one, I know we know this and I talk about this a lot in podcasts, but it's disconnected from our bodies. We're disconnected from our bodies. The majority of us are walking around from here up, right? From here up is open. My, my, if you're listening to this and not watching the video, <laughs> sorry, I should explain. <laughs> um, you are from like jaw up. So really, we just operate in the mental realm. We, we, we operate in the mental realm. That has been where we as a society, most societies, for most of us, as as a collective, we value the mental realm over everything else, everything else. We've shut down the wisdom of the body. This heart space of yours holds deep wisdom. Your womb space, I don't care what kind of a body you're in, you've got a womb space. You can call it a hara, you can call it dantian, you can call it a womb space. Well, I don't care what we're calling it. It has a brain. It has wisdom. Deep wisdom, deep, 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 deep wisdom. So there's wisdom that we have ignored um, and we've cut off. So there is such a body wisdom, right? My body is so incredibly wise. It will tell me when there's something bad coming, right? This is why we talk about things like, oh, um, it doesn't sit well with me. Uh, my guts, my gut feel, my gut feel right? Gut feels. What's your gut feel? Finally, I think corporate's starting to accept the term gut feel and they're starting to kind of maybe think it's a little bit valid. Um, and again, it's us developing that skill too. So it's us developing that muscle, just like the intuitive muscle. It's coming into deep relationship with the other aspects of our bodies that are wise, right? This thing is a, this thing is a receptor. It is so perceptive. It is so wise. It is so smart. It's just that I was taught to override it for the first half of my life. I was taught to override it. I was taught to shut it down. I was taught to shut down my emotions. I was taught, oh, you have a gut ache? Oh, take some Pepto-Bismol or Tums. Take some of that. No, actually, my, my gut's just telling me that this situation is not good. This is not good, and it's talking. It's, I, don't, I don't need Tums. I don't need Pepto-Bismol. I just need to listen and feel it's talking. So that is a huge part of the feminine and a huge part of what, what we've repressed, and it's wisdom. It's really, really deep wisdom. It's part of our intuition. It's part of our health. So it's also on real practical level, it's part of our health. We shut this down and we're starting to see health problems that we've never seen. I have, I don't know a time in history when we've seen so many reproductive problems, right? Breast cancers, reproductive problems, fem feminine, woman, woman. We've shut this body down. This body is meant to feel, it's meant to move, it's meant to run bliss and joy and ecstasy through it. The whole thing, from my toes up to the tip of my head, the whole thing is meant to be open and to feel and to, to generate life force, to allow life force itself to move through the whole thing. And we've stopped it. 
We've stopped it. And it has serious consequences, serious consequences on our physical bodies, on our families, on our children, on our, on our, on our world. Okay. That could go on forever. Suppressing emotions to fit in. This is number four, suppressing emotions to fit in. I think I just talked about this. It's part of that wisdom. There's wisdom in emotion. We talked about the mental realm and the overvalue that we've placed on the mental realm. Well, there's emotional intelligence, right? We, we, we know about emotional intelligence. We've started to write books on emotional intelligence. It's, it's there. But we oftentimes, again, don't have that relationship with emotional intelligence. And it's, it's, oh, and how often is it just that emotion is legitimately just life, life force wanting to express through you, right? Just that flow of natural energy just wanting to express through you. And how often do we shut it down in order to save face or in order to fit in or in order to um, not make others uncomfortable, right? I'm about to break out into massive tears because my body just needs to move this energy. It needs to move this energy. I need to get it out. I need to move it. That's what, that's what the feminine is, is we move it. It flows through. And if I were able to cry, I could move it in a minute. But it's going to make you all uncomfortable because you're sitting at a boardroom table or because no emotions just aren't welcome in my family system, right? So instead, I'm going to stuff it down and I'm going to make myself sick or I'm going to have to sit with that for ages or days or whatever, simply because I just didn't, didn't allow myself to feel or express. It's just energy. That's it. It's just energy. It's just energy. And there are some emotions that we've said, okay, these are okay, but these are not. So check yourself on that. Which ones are not? right? Which ones are not? Which ones are not? Okay. I need to move this camera again because of the sun. Okay. That's number four. No, no, no. That was, yeah, that was four. Five. Disconnected from natural rhythms. So natural rhythms. Natural. We, we are, remember we talked about this at the start. We are so connected to natural rhythms and we, many of us live in societies where we are so out of sync, right? We are, we are bleeding, um, out of rhythm. We are, we, are, we are coming into our moon time out of rhythm. We feel out of rhythm, right? We are being basically electrocuted all day long by a very serious amount of energy that doesn't feel natural. So just feel like the buzz, the buzz of a city um, versus being out in, in the country. Um, and I don't need to talk a whole lot about this. I think this is a pretty intuitive one, but it's really just natural rhythm, right? Woman, woman, we are the seasons. We are that rhythm. We bleed every month. We bleed in rhythm. We are rhythm. Our natural life is spring, summer, autumn, winter, spring, summer, autumn, winter. And how often do we override that? Because we live in a society where summer and autumn are the only two that are, are really honored, right? A winter and, and people are looking at you like, what, you're not producing anything? What? What? Everything is just quiet and still? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It has to be in order for spring to come, right? All right. Um, number six. This one I love. Fear of the unknown, unpredictable, ever-changing nature that is true life itself. Right? That's, that's the truth of it, right? 
when we start to really honor the feminine in self, in our world, really open up to the truth, the fullness of the feminine, to trust the feminine, it's that everything changes every single moment. What was true a minute ago is not true now. It's just not. A thousand decisions have been made and what was true is now not true. <laughs> yeah, that's intense, isn't it? Um, and so you start to flow and you start to come into this very uh, shakti aligned place. I always call it following the energy. Follow, you're just following the energy moment to moment, moment to moment, moment to moment, following the energy. If you come to a rewilding workshop, if you've been in one with me, any of them, online or in person, doesn't matter, you will know that I can never tell you what's coming. I can't tell you what's coming, ever. If I did, I would be limiting where we could potentially get to. I would be limiting the flow of Shakti. I would be limiting what's possible because I would have a plan, I would have a rigid thing. But our group might flow and might open to this and oh, because everyone in circle said yes to this, we can now go here which I couldn't see before because this hadn't opened yet, right? So this opens and now, oh, this potential is here. But I never knew that we were all going to be able to say yes to that or get to that level of consciousness or open the door to the, the medicine woman in that way, which could then take us to ancestral healing of the whole line of our families, right? And so... It's, it's really starting to get comfortable with this, with this flow. And again, it's that, that relationship to, um, to, to following the energy, to our intuition. To, and so, so really coming to a place of just being able to read the energy, to flow, to move, and to be comfortable with the fact that the truth of life is that you can't control anything. And, and it is impermanent and it is constantly changing. I might walk out the door just after this podcast and get hit by a bus. That's just the truth. That's the truth of it. I might get a phone call from a loved one that might change my world in five minutes. I might get a phone call from my bank that might change my world in five minutes. And that's, that's true, true reality. Um, and so that's a very uncomfortable place for the feminine. You can see also, if you just look in man-woman relationships, and we'll say masculine-feminine relationships, I don't care what body you're in again, but masculine-feminine, you can see how oftentimes the masculine gets very, very uncomfortable with how much the feminine changes her mind, right? This is just real practical terms. We're bringing this down to real life. Like, my God, can you make up your mind? Well, no, because everything has changed. Five minutes ago, the energy was different. Now I want to go to the party. Now the party feels right. Now your whole energetics have shifted. My whole energetics have shifted. The moon has moved in the sky a little bit. The water has started to flow again. I don't know where the water's flowing. It's flowing somewhere. And now I'm ready to go to the party. So let's go to the party, right? That's, that's, that's feminine. That's just the truth of it. And so honoring that um, and coming to a place where we don't fear that, where we don't fear, where we can hold space for that, where the masculine in us and the masculine in our world can, can hold space for that and honor that and honor the truth of that and the wisdom that gets brought through in the impermanence, in the constant change. All right, one left and then I'm going to leave you with the practice. I know I've gone over 40 minutes. This is my first trial one, so you're going to have to forgive me. I'm still a rookie. Um, 
this season of our podcast. So I will work harder next time to keep it at 40 minutes. All right. This was the one that our Facebook group added. And this is reluctance to nurture self. Reluctance to, um, or I don't even know the words around this, but reluctance to really give self self-care that we need and self-love. And I think that was a really important one to add is, is this nurturing, nurturing and self-care and self-love. And it is an important one and it is a feminine aspect and it is a feminine attribute. Feminine is also about receiving, right? We are receptive beings. And so us receiving, us learning to receive, us learning to receive love from self, us learning to receive love from our environments, us learning to be nurtured by our environments, be nurtured by food, be nurtured by activities, be nurtured by other people, be nurtured by conversation. And oftentimes it's really just us opening up to it. Oftentimes it's not that a whole new thing has to be created. It's just us going into, uh, I can receive, I can receive, I can receive love, I can do things that make me feel loved, that make me feel nurtured, right? It's, it's, cho- it's choosing, it's discernment, it's choosing. So that is so important and so beautiful, and I'm so glad that our community added that. So for all of you in the Facebook group who left those comments, and I think also on Instagram that comment was there, maybe, I'm not sure. Um, but um, massive shout out to you. Thank you so much. Um, something that I want to do for us is to, um, to give some reflective questions to take you deeper into this. So I'm going to create a little, um, like a little PDF, just a little, a little something something that will help to take you deeper into this um, it for yourself. And I'll do that on our website. So if you just go to our website and you go to this podcast, which is number 72, on there you'll see where you can get the reflective questions for this podcast. So that to me feels really supportive and like a way that I can give you a little bit more um, for going in. And all, all that it requires is name and email so I can send you the PDF. So if that's something that sings to you to continue on this journey um, and to go a little bit deeper into this, this, this whole topic around the repressed feminine energy and what we can do around that. Um, I just invite you to go to the website rewildingforwomen.com and then look under blog episode 72. That's this episode. And then you'll see, you'll see all the information there. It's super easy. It'll take you three seconds. Um, So that's just a little gift. If you're interested, the practice that I would love to leave for you today, maybe it's not so much a practice, Here's what I'm going to leave for you today. So this is answering that question, how? How how do I change this? How do I change this? Figure out what it is that will help you open up to feminine energies. Everything that we talked about, you've probably just gotten some insights or some aha moments or ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, definitely need that. Um, Or ooh, yeah, that's, that's locked up in me. Or oh, wow, I've actually never really opened up to that in myself. What is calling to you? What's calling to you? What is it? Is it, is it being in circle? Is it being with other women? Is it, is it being in a tribe? 
right? What is it developing intuition, right? Is that the one that really stood out for you? Developing intuition. Is it self-care? Is it self-love? Like, wow, I'm going to work on being receptive. I'm going to work on being receptive. My one takeaway from today is I'm going to work on being receptive, right? I'm going to start doing the things that, that love myself, that are self-care, that are nourishing and nurturing for myself. Um, is it emotions? Was it emotions? Do, are you suppressing emotions? Figure out a way to cry. Figure out a way to be angry. Figure out a way to be extremely happy, right? So really, it's going to be very, very different for each of us. And <laughs> it's a loaded question to tell you how to, how to change this. Explore the feminine. Explore the feminine. There's a lot of different ways to do that. For us at Rewilding, it's exploring the archetypal energies, right? It's, it's opening up to the different shaktis, the different expressions of the feminine, right? So it's opening up to, to the lover. It's opening up to my witch. It's opening up to great mother in myself. It's opening up to the dark goddess, that Lilith energy that we talked about, right? It's, it's the practices that will get you out of left brain logical mind. So when reclaiming the feminine, this is not about sitting in silent meditation at all. Move, get up and move. Here's a practice I'm gonna leave you with. It's at 50 minutes. So if you wanna do something for 10 minutes to make this a 60 minute thing for you, 10 minutes flowing movement, non-linear flowing movement without a plan, without a, this is my practice every single day. I'm sharing with you my most powerful practice that I do every freaking day of my life. It has saved my life. It is my practice and it is flowing movement. For me, it's hours of it, but for you, it could be, you could start with five minutes. You could start with two minutes flowing movement, start to feel, how does your body want to move? You intuitively, right? You're using your intuition because you're intuitively feeling like, oh, I actually just need to stretch my shoulder a little bit over here, right? Or, oh, yeah, I just need to like start to roll my hips and my shoulders and I need to maybe do some cat-cow type things. Maybe a little downward dog might feel good for a minute. Actually, maybe a little stomping of my feet might feel good. Maybe just shaking my whole body, right? You're working your intuition. If you allow yourself to feel, you're working emotions. You can open up your whole emotional body doing this. So we've opened up the intuition. We've opened up our emotional body. We are connecting into our bodies. You want to connect into your sexuality? Get to your second chakra. Start moving your hips, right? Put on some sensual music and start dancing and moving, right? That was number three. So we've got all four disconnected to natural rhythms. Natural rhythms, get outside and do it. Get on the land. Get over to a tree. Move with the tree. Move with the flow of the wind. Move with the sun. Move with something. Just tune into that energy and just move. Who cares if you don't know what you're doing or you've never done this or you feel like an idiot? Just, just go and feel. Go and feel. Start there. Um, what else? Fear of the unknown, unpredictable. Yeah, you've got a 10-minute movement coming. You have no idea what's coming. You can't go in with the plan. You cannot go in with the plan. You have no plan. No plan. You are constantly following, right? You're following the movement of the energy, following the movement of the energy, following the flow. Um, and it's self-care. It's self-care because you're listening to your body. There we go. That is the most amazing practice on the planet. And we have just figured out all seven of those. I should record one of those movement sessions that I do. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that at some point. Who knows? Um, all right. 
I'm going to end the podcast here again. You are so very welcome to come and grab that PDF download. So it's on our website, rewildingforwomen.com, episode 72 under blog, and you'll see it. Would love to share that with you. Also would love to see you in our Facebook group. So just look for Rewilding for Women. Also, we've got one event coming up this year. Um, All of our other events are fully booked, but we have one event with a couple places left, and that's in Canada. Um, We've made it as easy as possible for international travelers. I think we're even going to figure out carpooling from the airport. So I don't care if you're in Canada. I would love it if you're in Canada. Our Canadian sisters are amazing. And it was you all who've inspired me to come here by all of your invites and an amazing help to find venues and things like that. Um, But if you're not in Canada, you are incredibly welcome to join us in Canada. what else is there? Inner circle. That's where you can work with me. That's, that's, that's the deepest place that you can work with me on a constant basis. I hold that circle so, um, so close to my heart. I hold that circle so close to as close to natural rhythms as I can. Um, reading the astrology, feeling into what workshops are the most powerful and most useful given the energetics of our group, given the energetics of the astrology, what doors are open. That's um, that way into all of those different archetypal energies, opening up to all those different shaktis, opening up to also masculine um, and feminine, the whole dance, the union of the two. Um, that's a really deep, that's a really deep way to work. Um, and it's open. Um, I think we're going to do a little bit of a something, something coming up here soon with inner circle. Um, but that's on the website. You can find that that's easy. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of other stuff. So if you're called to be a part of rewilding, to reclaim the feminine, and if, if working with me, if working in rewilding, if being a part of our community, our tribe, Um, is something that sings to you, come find us um, and be a part in whatever way feels right for you. Finally, the last thing that I want to say is if this feels right to share, please do. If it feels right to share with someone um, who you know, or if it feels right to leave a review for us, that would be amazing. Um, we, We do this as a way of not just changing ourselves and our community, but as a way of the ripple effect happening, as a way of, I know these are really big words, but as a way of changing the world um, in whatever tiny little minuscule way that we can. And if it feels right to help us to do that just by sharing the podcast, maybe on Instagram, maybe on Facebook, maybe sharing it with some close friends or just people you might know, um, please and thank you. It would be amazing. Um, And reviews always help too. So maybe you don't want to share it publicly, but even leaving a review on any of our podcast platforms um, helps a lot because it helps others to see our podcast and to get a feel, get a feel from your perspective of it. So I think I went 55 minutes. I know, I know, I screwed up, screwed up talk too long. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. So episode 73, our next one, I'm going to work on that. And I think we're going to do, um, every other week. So every other week we'll, I'm going to aim to do a podcast for us in this fashion. And then once a month, we're going to do lives in our Facebook group. So that's kind of how we used to do things. Lives. Our last one was a really powerful inner child workshop. It turned into a workshop. I didn't know we were doing a workshop, but it was a workshop and it was lovely. And I think I'm going to continue with that format. 
um, of just really holding circle. I think it's going to be just a monthly circle um, in our Facebook group. So I hope to see you there or maybe in Canada or maybe on the next podcast or wherever, however it feels right um, for you. And thank you so much for co-creating this space. Again, without you and without all of your support, I couldn't be here and we couldn't be providing this to you. So huge love to all of you. And I will see you when I see you and how I see you. So much love. Mwah!